You're listening to Therapy for Your Money, a podcast about all things money and finance for therapy practice owners. If you want to feel confident and in control of your financial life, then you've come to the right spot. I'm your host, Julie Harris. I'm an accountant and the owner of Green Oak Accounting. My firm specializes in working with private practices across the US, and my team and I have worked with hundreds of private practice owners. I'm on a mission to share all the best practices I've learned along the way because I want you to have a profitable private practice. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Therapy for Your Money. Today is a solo episode. Um, Now that we have a new administration in place, we've been getting a lot of questions about, you know, what can a business owner expect tax-wise and policy-wise? What's coming down the pike? So I'm going to preface this discussion by saying, Um, I'm recording this early in February. We're planning to air this episode mid-February 2021. As of today, as of recording, none of these changes are official. These are just uh, changes that we're thinking may happen based on the Biden administration's tax policies. So based on various discussions they've had and what they have published, these are the changes that we think may be coming. Um, So don't take this to the bank yet, right? We don't know that all of this will happen, possibly some of it, but as of right now, there's nothing even in Congress as far as these changes. The other thing that could happen is that possibly some of these changes could be retroactive. They could go back to January 1, 2021, even though they haven't been enacted into law. So that's another wild card item that we don't know about quite yet. So I'm going to go over a number of different things. We're going to talk about corporate tax rates, capital gains, um, income tax rates, FICA, which is Social Security, and we will talk also about pass-through income and estate tax. So hold your horses. This is going to be an exciting tax discussion. All right, we're starting off with capital gains tax rate. So right now, there are three rates for capital gains, 0%, 15%, and 20%. What the new administration has indicated is that they are considering increasing the capital gains rate for high income individuals who are making over a million dollars per year. Uh, And so possibly that capital gains rate could be taxed at the highest individual tax rate, which as of right now is 37%, but could be 39.6%. We don't have exact details on implementation of the increase, um, but one of the assumptions that we can make is that the change would start after the million dollar threshold. So possibly there would be adding a whole new bracket to capital gains tax rates. All right, how about on your individual tax return? So the US has a progressive tax bracket. So we have brackets between 10% and 37% right now. And so where you will fall will depend on your filing status. Are you single? Are you a head of household? Are you uh, married filing jointly? So you the, the income thresholds will depend on those items and how much you're making. So one of the proposed changes uh, with the new administration is to increase uh, the top bracket. So either increase the top bracket to 39.6 instead of 37, or possibly even add a whole other tax bracket um, on top of the 37% bracket. So one of those two changes very well could happen. And that doesn't mean that all of a sudden all of your income is being taxed at 39.6, right? So that would just be your next dollar earned. Let's talk through an example. If you're married filing jointly, making over 622,000 in 2020, you would be in the 37% tax bracket. So what that means is that the addition, any additional money, let's say you were at 650,000 
in income, what you make between 622 and 650, only that portion is taxed at 37%. So it's not, if you are under that threshold, which honestly most Americans are, right? Then it's not, you're not going to see a whole lot of changes. But if you're in that top bracket, then you may see some changes. And that's something that you'll notice really across the board. Um, Biden has said many times that he doesn't intend to raise taxes on households making less than 400,000. Um, and so that you're, that's what we're seeing with um, the proposed policy is that really if you're in that under 400,000 threshold, you're not going to see a lot of changes. It's just if you're a high income earner, then you, you probably will see some changes. So again, it's not quite clear if the 37% bracket becomes 39.6 or if uh, there's an additional bracket coming on top of the 37% bracket. All right, next up is social security. Uh, we have a couple of episodes that talk about compensation, but you may remember that uh, when you have employees, the employee and the employer both pay 6.2% of their wages for social security. So the employer pays 6.2% and the employee is withheld 6.2%. And if you are the owner of an S-corp, then you are also an employee and that would apply to your wages as well. Wages paid through payroll. Right now, there's a cap at 137700 where after that amount, you stop paying Social Security on both sides, on both the employee and the employer side. Um, so the proposed change would bring that amount back over 400,000. So there would kind of be a donut hole where between 137,700 and 400,000, you still don't pay Social Security, uh, but then after 400,000, that comes back. So again, in most cases, that's not going to affect you because if you are a business owner and you have your own business, chances are your salary, the salary portion of your take-home pay is not over 400,000, right? There's a salary and then there's your K-1 income that is taxed differently. So certainly this will apply to large company CEOs, right? That that kind of person. But this isn't going to come up very often in the case of a, a small business and a therapy practice. And, and to me, this also applies for you know any, any practice under the $5 million per year. I don't think this is going to come up as an issue, All right? There are also proposed changes for phasing out the QBI deduction. That's also section 199A. Um, so you may remember Tax Cuts and Jobs Act in 2017 added a QBI deduction for qualified business income. So it's a 20% deduction for most pass-through entities. You may also remember there are some phase outs for specified um, service and trade businesses, which they call SSTBs. And so the phase out ranges are above 163,000 for a single person and above 326,000 for a, a couple married filing jointly. So it, you know, therapy mental health does fall within the SSTB. So that means if you have taxable income over 326,000, you're already phased out of that deduction. That's not really going to affect you. Uh, you were already you were already phased out. But the um, new administration is proposing to phase out Section 199A above 400,000. So again, because you're in the mental health space, that really does not apply to you. Uh, but if you if your spouse, for example, has an IT business, then that might apply to you, right? All right, let's talk about estate tax. So this is a tax that large estates pay uh, upon the death of a person. So as of right now, the only estates that really pay this are quite large estates. Um, current law has that estate tax at 40%. 
Um, there's a proposal to increase that to 45%. But keep in mind though, that under the current law, there's an exclusion of 11,580,000 per person. So if you are, again, a, a couple, that means that you could have an exclusion of 23 million and some change on your estate. So that really means only very, very large estates are getting, uh, are paying estate tax. So the current proposal is to reduce those exclusions to 3,500,000, so 3.5 million. And that would mean for a couple that would be 7 million. So again, it's you know, large estates would certainly get taxed. Um, and, and large estates tend to have also very good lawyers. And there's other, other items that are other things that can be done from a tax planning perspective um, to sometimes get around that. But um, you know, so for, again, most estates, that's not going to really move the needle. Keep in mind, prior to Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, so prior to 2017, the exclusions were 5.4 million for an individual and 10.9 for a married couple. So that would reduce the exclusion a little bit past where that had been. Uh, but I just want to give you that, um, that perspective, right? That it hasn't been 11.5 million for a very long time. So this, again, is just going to apply to very, very large, large estates, if it even happens at all. There also might be a cap um, on gifts, a lifetime cap of $1 million. Uh, you know, but again, if you're, uh, you're in, in the situation where, where this is going to apply, really, it's time to consult some really good estate uh, attorneys and do some estate tax planning as well. All right, let's move on to retirement plans. So there's a couple of different proposed changes for retirement plans. One of them is that instead of a deduction, you could get a refundable credit for making a 401k contribution. And so let's talk through that, what that, what that exactly sounds like. So let's say you're, we're going to use just round numbers. You are an employee of your own S corporation. You are you have a salary of 100,000 per year and you are deducting 15,000 for your uh, 401k each year. All right? So that means your take home is 85, you're paying social security on 100,000, but you are getting a tax deduction of 15,000, right? So you're only paying taxes on 85,000 federal tax, not not uh, FICA. And so you'll notice on your W2 that there will be different amounts for inbox one, three, and five based on retirement plans uh, contributions. And so if this actually happened, if the deduction was eliminated, that means you would pay tax, you're, you would pay taxes on 100,000, but then you would get a credit of 26%, that's at least the proposed amount of your contribution. And so if you happen to be in a lower than 26% tax bracket, that would actually be even better for you. So if you were in a 10, 12, 22, 24% tax bracket, you would actually get a bigger deduction. That would be a good thing. If you are in a higher tax bracket, 32, 35, 37, then that would actually give you less of a deduction. So that would be the difference. It's not that it gives you no deduction. It just gives you uh, less of an advantage. And again, like the, the theme here is really if you're in that in, in those high income uh, thresholds, like you're just going to owe more tax in general. So it benefits lower income taxpayers, but is a lower deduction for higher income taxpayers. There's other proposed changes to tax credits. Um, like, for example, the earned income uh, tax credit might get expanded to childless workers over the age of 65. Again, this is not going to apply often. Most of the time, business owners are not going to be in a range where they qualify for that credit. 
Uh, one that I think is really interesting is the child independent care credit could be increased um, to $8,000 per child and $16,000 for uh, if you have multiple children. And so that would be really, really nice. So that's when you have um, either a nanny or childcare um, camp in the summer, right? When you have, when you pay for childcare, you can use the child independent care credit. So that would be a really, really good one if you have children. There are proposed changes to the child tax credit. It might move from currently $2,000 to $3,000 per child. Um, and there might actually be an additional $600 credit for children under the age of six. Um, I have three little kids. Small children are really expensive, right? You have to pay a lot for that childcare if they're not in, in school. There's also a proposed change for first-time homebuyer credit um, to reestablish that credit to be advanceable and refundable. There's also a proposed Made in America credit where you might get a 10% advanceable tax credit for revitalizing um, existing closed facilities or retooling facilities or uh, reshoring jobs. Again, this might not apply very, very often in mental health, but possibly um, it could apply in a situation where you're taking a building that has been vacant for a while and renting it, improving it, and putting your team in there, right? That could be a, a, a nice 10% advanceable credit. So just to recap, these are all proposed changes. None of these changes have actually happened yet. So it's not quite time to call your accountant yet and say, hey, I want to take advantage of this. It doesn't actually exist yet. Um, but this discussion today was really meant to, to look at what could be coming, uh, what might be the tax consequences with this, uh, with the new administration. And that's all. So again, you can't count on these quite yet, um, but some of these changes are probably coming in the next year or so. Uh, so if there are significant changes, we might put out a new podcast episode. You can also head over to Therapy for Your Money, get on our email list, um, and you can also get on our email list at my accounting firm, which is greenoakaccounting.com. When there are big tax changes, we usually will put out kind of a summary of what has happened. So feel free to go over there and sign up for our newsletter and get access to those changes. So have a great day, everyone. Talk to you soon. If you're looking for accounting help, head over to therapyforyourmoney.com accounting to find information about my accounting firm and all of our specialized services just for private practice owners. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Just head over to iTunes, click on ratings and reviews, and give us a quick shout out. We really appreciate it. The information contained in this podcast represents the host and guest's general opinions and should not be construed as personalized accounting and tax advice. Listeners should consider all facts and circumstances before applying this information and seek appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. Any info provided does not constitute accounting, tax, or legal advice.